You've tuned into the Bellingham Podcast for the week of May 7, 2018, episode 79. From the city by the Salish Sea, I am AJ Barce. And by the sea by the Salish City, I am Chris Powell. On this episode, it's a mod, 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 mod world, y'all. AJ and I have another WatchFam episode diving into the subculture of watch collecting known as modding the Seiko SKX 007. AJ talks about the ins and outs of watch modding and making. And I got a quick tech tip for you. All that and a bag of chips next on the Bellingham Podcast. That was a mod, mod, mod <laughs> intro. How are you doing, Chris? Not bad, not bad, not bad, not bad. Uh, I'm just feeling redundant today. How about you, AJ? <laughs> not bad, a little bit sleepy, but uh, yes. yeah. So at the top of the show, I wanted to do some little bit of housekeeping. Uh, you may have noticed at the end of each episode in the recent episodes, there is a hashtag at the end of each episode. That is to denote what the topic at hand of each individual episode is. Excellent. So uh, there, there's been a uh, there's been a lot of listener responses of how the show's been progressing, and thank you everyone who's been listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And one of the questions that I, I got asked is, and from the Watch Fam, uh, arguably, is you know, hey, we love the show. We're not always into tech. Uh, we still listen to the show, but we really want to know when you guys do a Watch Fam episode. So I started doing it when it was a Watch Fam episode. Hashtag Watch Fam. There you go. But going forward, I've put a little, just a little hashtag at the end, just to denote like, is it EDC? So the last episode, it was a hashtag EDC episode, and it just goes. If you want to know what we cover on the show, if you look at every cover of every episode of the Bellingham Podcast, it's the topics that are across each uh, each cover. So Bellingham Podcast covers outdoors, EDC, travel, watches etc. So that's that's what that is all about. So it sounds like we are leaving we're cutting just a little bit of a square out of the wrapping paper for the present that is our podcast. Giving you a little sneak peek as to yeah. what we're going to be talking about. Yeah, so just just a little bit of uh, easy housekeeping so that if you're into uh, for instance there was some some listeners looking for the Cambridge Analytica stuff that we talked about so they wanted to know like is this tech or which which episode is it because Which podcast are we listening to now? I want to talk to the one that's tech. Right. Well, it's <laughs> the multiple personality <laughs> tech podcast well we're a variety show yes I mean, we so, are so it's it, understandable so uh to everyone listening uh thank you again so much for listening and hopefully that helps sort each episode so you can quickly look through the feed going forward you know what the topic is going to talk about and this episode is dedicated to the watch fam that's right hi watch fam hey watch fam so chris you have a very bespoken dark stealthy watch what is that on your wrist that is a watch uh no it is not a dime store uh one that will be bashed up and and non-functional in 30 days i went down the rabbit hole of modding as we alluded to in the uh show hook and uh aj has finally beaten me into uh, a place of compliance over the <laughs> over the months. Uh, actually, it's it, I'm approaching a year of owning the SKX 007 uh, Seiko watch, and I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoy not having to replace a battery on it. I thoroughly enjoy not having to be mindful to wind it. Is just set it and forget. I mean, you know, like wear it and forget it. Yeah. But I can't forget this. But anyway, it's my daily driver. It's my only one for now. Yeah, uh, we'll tune into 2019 to see when I might get a cousin or or a twin. Uh, Sup, Braymont? There you go. <laughs> yeah, I wish. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> we'd have to do a massive Patreon, Indiegogo, <laughs> Kickstarter, everything in order to yeah. get a Braymont. So, so anyway, I did a little bit of research, uh, and AJ uh, forwarded me a number of links uh, for websites out there that allow you to get customized 
SKX007. And okay, here's a pop quiz. 7625? 7S, 7S26. 7S26 uh, uh, movements. Yes. And how I can get a little bit more of a personalized look to my daily driver. And like everyone here in the Northwest that, want, that doesn't want just a cup of coffee, that medium roast dark drip. No, they want to have five adjectives along with it. Well, you know what? On my watch, I want to have an all black watch face. Uh, and I want to have a darkened, darker bezel, uh, ceramic bezel. Yeah. Uh, I brought, I purchased all of these on eBay, uh, got the black day and date wheel, uh, cause I wanted none blacker, uh, for of course my, you have a black dial. Yeah, yes. yeah. 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 Uh, and I was able to find a great eBay, uh, seller named watch time co all one word, uh, was very prompt in shipping and had a reasonable price for these accessories. Went to DL watches, I believe, and got, uh, you know, some, some. so I assembled my, uh, Justice League of mod <laughs> pieces, and I handed them over to AJ on one bended knee and said, <laughs> "Oh dear, Watchmaster Time Lord, would wouldst thou mod my watch for me?" And he replied, "Forsooth, I shall mod thy watch on a Friday evening after work. Thou shalt come to my." Not so humble abode after your toil and travail at your workplace, and I will don my monocle. What do you call it? It's Carson <laughs> Loop. Carson Carson Loop, and I shall mod thy watch for thee. And I say unto thee, it was glorious. <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that, Chris. Just wow. Uh, thanks for thanks for listening. We're out of here. <laughs> so no, I do not do four suits, but so so. You <laughs> Wow. Okay. And we're not going to edit that out. Bring this so back to... Let's bring, it, let's bring it back. So so yeah, so Chris got all of these parts uh, e on eBay and also links in the show notes. Uh, DL Watches, DLW, uh, another outlet online. But the, the long and the short of it is the SKX007 or SKX009 or the platform that is the SKX, when it was created, it was a no frills, no gimmicks, uh, but... A lot of bang for your buck dive watch. Hoorah. It's been around for 20 years, uh, and it's grown a huge cult following of modding. And all that means is that basically other people have manufactured parts to replace the OEM part. So this is for, for how I came into this is basically... In my blog, I've, I've mentioned that I've built a watch for my son, and I went down the road of making a Swiss watch and getting Swiss parts. And uh, to anybody who is uh, either an amateur watchmaker or thinking about diving into this, like it's not the faint of heart because parts are expensive, the tools are expensive, and to get things going, there's also a lag time. Like I ordered a lot of stuff out of Germany, out of Switzerland stuff to get authentic parts. Oh, mine was from... Uh, mine was from uh, overseas as well. And I had some fun time going to our po local post office <laughs> here in 98226 and, you know, packed a lunch while I waited to get my delivery. So yeah, no, that was, that was some time frame, but this was weeks in the making. Right, right. But the nice thing about the, the Japanese built or Malaysian built Seiko stuff is it's a lot more reasonable, you know, to, if, like I mentioned to you, like if I would have borked your, uh, movement, a replacement movement, you know, it ranges anywhere from 40 to 60 bucks and you're done. And I and I we talked about this off the air, of course, but I made the disclaimer. I told AJ well ahead of time, if you bork this watch, I do not hold you responsible for it because I know 
that this is not something you do every day. This is part of the learning experience. This is yeah. a part of the chance to be able to explore a new territory. And yeah. that would be cracking open a, a, a 007 and modding it and adding uh, some customized features to it. Just like one would a Fender Stratocaster. Now, you know, as much as you are a horologist extraordinaire, I'm a guitarista. Guitarista. And I love modding guitars. And so I, you buy a Strat off the, off the wall in a guitar store. You throw in some pickups. You throw in a different bridge. You get uh, it refretted with some stainless steel medium jumbos. And you get some uh, locking tuners. And boy, how do you got yourself a beast of a customized guitar that'll sing. Mm-hmm. That's what I got in this watch. And I want to thank you very much for all the work you did. Now, tell us about all the work you did. <laughs> so to get started, like doing this uh, podcast episode. So Chris and I have been sharing show notes back and forth. And to do a 30-minute episode to talk about what happened, there's a lot that went into it. Because I, I came into your watch a year and a half later of, of working in Swiss movements and, and Asian clones as well. I never have worked on it. A 7s26 movement, and I mean, I've done a lot of reading. The uh, S in 7s26 stands for sexy. I was thinking stealth after the black mods. The, seven, but the S in 7s26 stands for stealth. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to do a lot of reading, and there's a lot of good places to start if you're if you're interested in, in this this watch modding culture. There's two articles I have in the show notes. One by Lee Wang from Worn and Wound that's uh, a couple years old now uh, on watch modding 101, and it talks about a lot of how this culture came about and also where to go to for parts but uh, also jack forrester from hodinky did a just a break simple breakdown of this the skx 007 watch that's pros it's cons where it where it kind of came from in more of a uh, sterilized fashion that Hodinkee writes in. But that that's only part of the way. So you'll know about where the SKX come from and where this watch, watch modding culture uh, comes in as well. So two other resources I wanted to throw out uh, with regards to specifically modding. So between the, the Lee Wang article and the Jack Forrester article, there are two articles specifically on modding that I want to give shout outs to. One is Nick of Orion Watches. Now Orion Watches is uh, based out of Seattle. Nick is uh, in the watchmaking uh, the curriculum in Seattle. I, I can't think of the name of the school, but Early on, he was a watch modder, and he has an awesome article of just simply, if you use like an SNK, which is a different version of the Seiko, you can swap out a dial, and he shows how to do dial in hands. And uh, from a very simplistic standpoint, it was a great article to kind of jump me off in this. And then also for deeper, uh, as I talk about getting into to Chris's movement, Nicholas Hacko, who's a different Nick, uh, has a website uh, called clockmaker.com.au, and it specifically talks about ripping apart the 7S26 movement, which was awesome. Well, where do you go from there? So before you kind of get down this road, you have to understand when you look at a mechanical watch, it's not battery driven. This is something that once you open up, you're exposing it to dust and you're exposing it to, um, it's, it's a, it's a mechanical thing. It has a heartbeat. It has a balance wheel. It has a spring and the littlest, uh, mistake, whether it's a slip of a, a, a screwdriver or a floating hair or whatever can cause you a lot of damage down the road. 
So this episode is, uh, is, is brought to you with a, a, a slight horological advisement of when you go into this, and if you've never done it, be prepared to sacrifice this to the horological gods if need be, and chuck it up to a learning experience if you want to mod this watch. And also don't drink any coffee before you attempt that because a steady hand is your friend. Yeah. I, I actually asked you about this, AJ, because yes. I had to I had to give you my watch ahead of time to let the movement run down. Yeah, totally understandable. Uh, we had to let the heartbeat go to a flat line, if yep. you will. And I'm like, "Did you drink coffee this morning?" And you're like, "No, nope." And I'm going, "Good man, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna do this tonight." So anyway, yeah. So again, you're th- you're working at something at micro scale. Now, before I dive into the actual movement. What are some things that you could do to an SKX that isn't going to make uh, a body part clinch in making this something original? Well, the case itself is highly moddable and you don't need a lot of... um, a lot of specialized uh, tools or need to swear off of coffee for 24 hours to work on it. There's three parts right off the bat that if you feel that this watch uh, could be easily modded, look at the bezel, the bezel insert, and the case back. Let's start from the rear. So the case back, that's the thing that the the cover on the back uh, by... Uh, OEM, it's usually the traditional Seiko Great Wave, and it has the serial number, etc. And you can actually buy a sterilized case back and get it engraved. This is something super easy. Let's say you are new to watches. Maybe you have a, a newborn in route, or you have something memorable in your, your life. Maybe you're retiring, and you don't want to get like a, a Rolex because you don't want to shed out a lot of cheddar on a watch, but you want something mechanical, something that's hell-built for stout, built like a tank, mm-hmm. and you like the dive watch aesthetic. Take a look at just getting a simple case back. I've got a link in the show notes to one from uh, Crystal Times Horology. It's who I've ordered mine from. Uh, they have some great parts as, uh, outside of the case back as well, but they make one that's in high polish that you that's just sterile. And I went down to our local Bay Engravers here in Bellingham and worked with Kurt. And I, I, I pitched him an idea of, hey, I have this vector graphic that I want to do to commemorate uh, a watch that I was building for my son. Could we cut it onto it. And so I worked with him directly here in Bellingham and he let me in the back and I, uh, I watched as my case back got cut with this uh, original compass rose with uh, a lot of Pacific Northwest art that I put into it. Uh, and screwed it on the back of my watch, and I was off to the races. That's the simplest mod you can do if you want to make a watch a commemorative watch. Get it engraved. And that's one thing I'll probably do later on this calendar year. Uh, while I wanted to have more of that exterior facing look uh, changed for it, because I look at the face every day, hmm? uh, I want to have something special on that case back. And so uh, watching you do, no pun intended, watching you do that uh, on your watch for your uh, your son's watch, uh, that inspired me. And so I got something up my sleeve. Sure. I have no idea how to do a vector graphic. Uh, vector is too close to Victor. And so I just don't <laughs> know the difference between the two. So Just li- a fancy word for line art. Like I have, I have, it's an illustration that I put on the back of my watch. So I got an idea in my head that we're going to, I'll buy you. Of, uh, you know teriyaki <laughs> and uh, get your pick your brain, but I think the case back will be uh, later this fall season. Tune in this fall season for Chris's case back mod. Sure, story. sure. But I mean, it's one of those things where I, the reference I love to, to point out is you can make a watch, any watch, a mechanical or quartz, you know, watch a commemorative one. Look at the the Paul Newman, the the one that we talked about that went on auction, seventeen million and change. You know, the simplest engraving on the back: "Drive carefully, me" from his wife. It can be just something as simple as, you know, Father's Day, Mother's Day is coming around, you know, getting a case back, getting it engraved and having it on a watch that you give a loved one. It's a great way to make any watch commemorative. Absolutely. 
And the tool for that, you need a case watch, uh, a watch case back opener. It's a wrench. Um, they can be had for as little as five, six bucks on Amazon. If you ask me, I would get the three point version. There is a two point version. They tend to slip if the case back was over tightened. The, the three pronged one is I think a whopping $15 and it has different heads to fit different types of slots of case backs. You can pick one up, get a case back off of like crystal time serology for, uh, I should have looked it up. I think it's like 20 or $30 for one and there you go you have a, a method of getting a commemorative watch now dial side something that you that's visible to everybody on a dive watch we have a bezel it's the thing that you know you can click by turning and typically in in diving you, you used to use it as a way to mark uh, your decompression stops and and how much time you have on the bottom uh, in today's day and age, if you're not a diver like myself, but you are an avid adventurer, that ring, that silver part, can be popped off with the insert part, the thing that has the, the, the minute markers around the edge, and the ring itself can be swapped out to some other style. So the standard SKX kind of has a double diamond stacked um, grip, kind of looks like a turtle shell, kind of on the side. And uh, if you don't like that style, you can go to a more of a, a coin edge aesthetic, kind of like if you look at a quarter, it has those, those edges. You can actually have that aesthetic as the bezel if you want. Um, I've got a couple links in the show notes for, for vendors that I've gone through. One is by a guy in Poland called One Second Closer. And uh, he also on eBay, he goes by the handle Dr. Seiko Stain, if I recall. I love that name, by the way. Uh, the guy, I, I think it's a one guy shop and he makes some really cool mods. I, uh, I, I, the bezel insert that I use, um, on top of a, um, a crystal times horology, uh, coin edge bezel is uh, one that has both 12 hours as well as minutes elapsed. So I can mark a second time zone using a 12 hour scale, much like your black stealth one that I think you got off of DLW. Yeah. Um, and yours is ceramic, mine's aluminum. And what this allows you to do is change the aesthetic of how you grip the side of the watch. That's the, the bezel. The insert is the modification that gives you an extra complication. You can, you can track a second time zone because you can have 12 hours. Or if you're like me and you have a little one and you're tracking feeding or whatever, you can mark when the last time your, your kid had a diaper or whatever. And it's a method to use your watch as what it was intended. These are tools. They're a tool watch. And in my case, I can use the bezel as a uh, fidget spinner. When I get nervous <laughs> about something, I clink, clink, Oh, yes. Clink. Yeah. We all do that, though. Yes. So take a look at the, the show notes if you want to take a look at different types of bezels but it's one of those things where again a watch is much more than just telling time you can have it tell you the day the date and if you have a dive watch you can have an extra function of tracking a second time zone if it has 12 hours or um, minutes elapsed or whatever it's a tool and the to pop off a a on the skx to pop off the the, the bezel and bezel insert i showed you and i mean anybody can really do it you need a tool called a case uh, a case knife or, and what this is is it's a blunt edged um, kind of semi uh, um, curved kind of like a half moon shaped blade with a handle and carry um, it carefully and if you tape your case so that you don't put gouges in it you can slide it underneath the case and the bezel and it will literally pop off be careful if you do it there is a spring and you can break the spring if you accidentally push a little bit too far and pull up you were using a great deal of control and care as you were popping off the yes. bezel during the operation I, I had recently broken mine so I mean I didn't want to do the same mistake on yours and it was just a simple mistake i slipped um but you, once it pops off um the bezel and bezel insert they're just glued together on the skx 
um, I, I jokingly asked you, did you want a pot of tea? And you're like, no. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. I have to make a pot of hot water. Yep. Do you want tea? Yes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, I, I just set the bezel in uh, a, a, a little Pyrex of hot water so that the glue gets a little bit um, softer so that if you ever wanted to go back to the stock bezel, it, I didn't bend it, you know? I ain't going back. I know, I know. Once you have that, just clean it up, put on the new bezel with some adhesive, uh, a, a 3M double-sided adhesive uh, sticky tape and pop it back onto your, your case. If you want to cheat, I use a crystal press, um, the same press that you use to put in a, a crystal on the front of your, your watch. Um, there's one that's a little bit bigger that will catch the back uh, or the front of the, the bezel and the back of the SKX. And that way you have even force. So you don't accidentally, you know, put on even force when you click it on, but that's more of an elevated mod, you know? Uh, so if the case back, that's like beginner's mode, right? Get a wrench, screw it off, uh, keep the watch covered. You don't want anything floating inside while you're getting it engraved. Uh, and then screw it back on a little bit more advanced, pop the bezel off, put a different uh, bezel insert. If you want to have a different function and there you go. Those are two mods that you can do on a weekend, um, sans coffee or with coffee and do relatively minimal damage. I think this is a, a great way to, uh, have something that will definitely be yours. And it's definitely personalized with my, uh, motif because uh, yes, everything is black in my wardrobe. And I often, uh, you know, jokingly talk about my life is black, but I do like the contrast of the hands, the stock. SKX yeah. We kept the stock stuff. hands instead. Yes. But also to get a toxic NATO, um, oh, yeah. Th there's a word that I could say that I don't want to say because we want to maintain Well, it is the shiznit. It, yes, indeed. <laughs> so, uh, but I got the blackout yeah. version of that strap. And to that, and there's a little bit of the silver stock of the, of the, uh, the actual uh, case. I'm thoroughly pleased with the black and silver look. Uh, it is totally fine. And every time I glance at it, whether it's in the daylight or in the night, I always can zone in on the, the hour and minutes because with the previous stock face, there are white dots and white lines everywhere. Yeah. And sometimes it was like, okay, so what time is it? With a completely black face, that eliminates the ocular uh, decision-making that I have to do, the ocular fatigue, to and you know, it's milliseconds yeah. to be able to pinpoint, oh, Mickey's hands on the two. Uh, <laughs> but I love just the clean aesthetic. I love, uh, first of all, you nailed it as far as how everything locks or clicks over to the next day. Yeah. Uh, at midnight. So that was great work on your part. I didn't have to wait till 3.18 a.m. Oh, now it turns over. So yeah, yeah. You know, that, that was good forethought on your part. And, uh, you know, it's it's worked like a champ. Yeah. So that the forethought, that, that leads me to the last part of my mods. And that is, if you go anything beyond what I just mentioned on the outside, the, again, take warning that this, this would be a learning uh, experience because you are actually taking out the engine, as it were, to your car. And that's the movement. Um, there's a lot of other tools that I would usually recommend to people if you wanted to do that. But on the SKX, you can pop out anything because it's uh, everything interlocks. Um, so we took out your movement, the 7S26 movement, and we swapped out the, the dial, took off the, the standard one for a full black. Before I did that, I had to get cozy with the dial side part of that movement, which is taking out the day and date wheels. Those are the two little white wheels on the stock one uh, that has the the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then the 31 days of the, the month. And I had to do a lot of reading on that because I hadn't worked on that side of the dial. Um, it takes a lot of steady hands and four screws, two plates, and um, aligning two gears to make sure that it does sync up. 
And um, that, that, that can be done. Um, I would usually encourage somebody to have a lot more practice before you do it. Because even mine, I'd, I, I appreciate that you like it. Um, I feel like I, I could have aligned the dial or the, the wheels to the dial aperture a little bit better. But it is a clear, you, you can tell. Here's where I would probably say, uh, in, in, other than thank you, um, I think your standards uh, far exceed my standards <laughs> for what I would want in this watch and and most folks uh, for uh, what you just mentioned. Yeah. And so, yeah, take heart. It, it, yeah. Look, it works great. No, it, it looks good. But what it does by changing out those two dial wheels, you got an all black dial like you mentioned. So it's the, the hole where the day and date comes in. It's no longer white. It's actually black with white lettering. None blacker. Uh, and so, yeah, you have a very sterile dial. And then we put the stock hands back on it and then it re-encased it. Again, if you go inside the, the watch, um, you have to take a lot of care because you don't want to have extra floaty bits going in there because, again, it's a mechanical thing. Um, I've got a, a, a full write-up actually of what I kind of did, um, kind of the, from the perspective of um, somebody who's been working on different kinds of movements. And this was a first attempt and also as a new father, like, cause I kind of phrase this as I've had a lot of friends in my peer group ask me like, I, I like what you've been doing with watches, you know, where should I begin? And I usually point people to a Seiko, um, whether it's the SKX, if you're into diet, that dive aesthetic or not, you, there's a lot of moddable parts and just as simple as getting a case back to engrave is a great starting point. Uh, when the show goes live, there's going to be two new posts on my uh, blog on my website, ajbarsay.com. And if you go to the, the link bit.ly slash Seiko Mod Squad, that's nice. an exclusive link just for Bellingham podcast listeners, bit.ly slash Seiko Mod Squad. It'll take you directly to the post, a long form article. It's about over a thousand words, plus a time lapse of myself working on Chris's watch and links and acknowledgements and uh, places to, to look at to get some of the tools that I mentioned here. If you're interested in getting into horology or, or monkeying around with modding, um, I'm kind of giving a little bit of um, just what I've gleaned over the last year and a half learning on the fly, going through forums and combing through, oh, is this hard or what, what happens if this happens? And I, I kind of just have a one single article, one-stop shop to get you started. It's not a, by no means am I a watchmaker. It's just a, a noob who just humbly hat in hand, horologically speaking, just wants to give back to the community that gleaned this information so I could do this mod. Preach. So, uh, so yeah, look at, look at that, um, right around the time that you are listening to this. So, and in listening to this either on the air or online, you might be listening to us here in the local Bellingham area on Camry 102.3 FM, low power community radio here in the heart by the city, by the sailor sea. So Chris, before we sign off, uh, on a non horological note, What's going on with passwords and my social media? Why do I have literally every social media emailing me immediately to change my password and there's a change of terms of service? What's going on? Uh, wow. Do I have to put on my tech consultant hat for that? No. I, I, there's, a, there's a whole lot of emails. There's a whole lot of articles, articles flying around the web that y'all in podcast land might be listening to or reading uh, that involves your account and your passwords. Now, it's all we. How, how many times every other episode we talk about having a, a secure, strong password? But when do you change passwords? Uh, you know that's the, that's a question. When you get these uh, messages, it's important uh, to be responsive because who knows what might happen. Uh, however, to log into your account, 
and I did this this afternoon, you know, you could log into your Twitter account, for example, then you got to figure out, okay, in settings, is it privacy? Is it preferences? Is it account? Where, where in the labyrinth of menu links does it say change password? Well, I got a shortcut for you. Before you even sign into your account, username and password in whatever online account, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, name it, whatever, you'll, you will always have a forgot password link. Now, most of the time you haven't forgotten your password, but stick with me on this one. Click the forgot password link. What'll happen is it'll prompt for enter your email address and we'll send you a link to reset your password. Hmm, okay, so enter in your username at gmail.com or whatever email you might have, and then within seconds, you're gonna get an email from the company uh, or, the, or the, the online account giving you a long link to click on that will take you directly to a page where you can enter in a new password. You don't have to hunt around for where is my change password link or uh, you know, re-authenticate. And see past episodes about the elements of a strong password and what would make that more secure. But try the forgot password uh, methodology. That might save you a couple mouse clicks, a couple keystrokes, and a, a couple minutes of time as you're trying to navigate where you can change your password. Speaking of time, I think it is time to wrap up this 79th edition of the Bellingham Podcast. 79 episodes! Oh my goodness. <laughs> yes, it is. That wraps up for this edition of the Bellingham Podcast. Thank you again so much for listening to us, rating us, reviewing us, uh, wherever you like to podcast. If you're in the Bellingham area, you might be listening to us on Camarie 102.3 FM. Low power. Community radio here in the heart of the city by the Sailor Sea. On that note, I'm AJ Barsay. And with a beautifully modded watch on my left wrist, I am Chris Powell. Thanks once again for listening to us on the Bellingham Podcast. Time Lord Extraordinaire. Time seriously? Lord TLE, baby. That TL is your new title. Oh, TLE. Yes, TLE. TBD. TLE. TCB. TCB. Taking care of business. Ah. Uh...